0: Hello and welcome to the post to post podcast. It is podcast number 38. Uh, my name is Neil. I'm joined here with Brent. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm pretty good. There's, this is going to be an, uh, a different kind of podcast because if you're watching on YouTube, then you already know that you're not watching because there's no video for this podcast. Uh, for logistical time reasons, uh, I've decided not to film this podcast. It adds a lot of time syncing up the video with the audio and they're both at different bit rates and it there's syncing issues. So every 10 minutes I have to cut it and move it. It's just it's complicated and I just don't have time for it. It just it's going to make my life a lot easier this weekend for this podcast if there's no video. So instead, I'm going to add video that I've already created and it's easy easy to plop in, which is some uh, photography time lapses that I've done over the past basically, six years um so if you don't know in my spare time when i'm not talking hockey i like to take pictures and part of taking pictures has turned into time lapses and uh t- those time lapses are uh i'm not going to get into the complications of it but basically i take a picture uh every well depending of it depends if it's night or day but the night ones every 30 seconds and then you take uh You take 24 pictures and that makes one second because there's 24 frames in a second so if i take (laughs) so every 12 minutes is a second yeah kind of but you have to add in a five minute delay for the picture to render and save on the card because it's it's at night so there's it's a 30 second exposure so there's more Uh, writing time than a normal photo and so anyways, basically a 15-second night time-lapse takes me about two and a half hours to, to film. So uh, it's a very time-consuming process. Anyway, uh, I thought since there's no video for this, I would add at least something for you guys to watch. And eventually it will repeat. There's probably about between 10 and 15 time-lapses there. If you have any interest in my photography in general, you can find me on Instagram and on my personal account at uh, N E I L. T a y, l o r,
1: r, two r's at the end. Okay. Someone already stole my name with Whoa. one r. And if you're listening to this audio only, you're not missing a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is exactly how <laughs> it's always exactly is you. what you usually hear, and here we are. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I need to talk about is we've decided to change up the post to post podcast a little bit. Because of something else we want to do, most of you already know what that is, but basically we're going to change the Post to Post podcast to bi-weekly. So every second Sunday, the Post to Post podcast will release. On YouTube. On YouTube and iTunes and cool. Google Play and all mm-hmm. that all that good stuff. And in the alternate, alternate weekends, uh, our new podcast on more Post to Post which is called Having a Yak, which is completely unrelated to hockey. Um, so you'll, you'll still get a podcast every Sunday. It's just they're going to alternate, and every second weekend will be hockey, and every second weekend will be
1: anything like, else. Anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Yetis, <laughs> yeah, yeah, UFOs, ghosts. Who knows? <laughs> who knows where the
0: conversations will go? God. So we do this for two reasons. Number one, it's becoming difficult to find enough hockey content to talk about for over an hour every single sunday when we're also making basically 10 videos a week uh there's there's, some weeks are really jam-packed there's lots to talk about sometimes there's nothing and Mm -hmm. it's it feels some weekends some podcasts have started to felt feel like a job and that i'm only doing it because i have to do it not because i want to do it so i think moving it to bi-weekly will allow us to have more um, or better content to mm-hmm. talk about rather than just filler content which I feel like we do a lot of the time like this weekend I, I'm i looking for hockey stuff to talk about and okay well we already made a video about Seattle we already talked about Toronto's ticket prices we already talked about a few other things and I'm looking at my list and I've got I want to talk about the outdoor game today because we're filming this on Saturday um, talk about some streaks which I always do I talk about David Poyle uh, some post- to post statistical stuff and then I want to talk about uh, just some interesting financial information from each team that I found but that's it like I could really wrap that up in about 15 minutes so and I know you have stuff too I have some things but uh... but it is becoming a bit of a chore mm-hmm. uh, so that's the main reason why we wanted to do it and the other reason is obviously want we want to talk about other things outside of hockey because people for whatever reason, seem to <laughs> enjoy us as people for the most part, <laughs> and want to ask us questions. And
1: just in general, you're a very interesting person. I'm really excited to do the other thing, yeah, to, to talk about uh, all the other topics that that someone may find interesting. Just life stuff could be life anything. Stuff. Weather, travel, anything, food, anything. I have lots of
0: questions here to ask you. I that, can't wait. That's basically the premise of the other podcast: is people ask questions and i i ask them to you and we both answer them
1: now right and if i'm correct me if i'm wrong today right now this is the post-to-post regular hockey themed podcast for the most part we will be talking hockey Mm -hmm. but right after this we're going to record the having a yak podcast and will they both both of those initially release this weekend um i
0: believe they will and then next weekend there will be another having a yak
1: right one and then after that it'll be hockey and then after that alternating post to post after that perfect because it's nice that people if they're hearing about it on this podcast Mm. they can tune to it right away afterwards and see if it's worth their their ear time
0: exactly and so the hockey podcast will release on youtube as normal and itunes as normal the having a yak podcast will release on more post to post youtube channel and also the same itunes and stuff so if you're an audio listener only on iTunes or Google Play, or whatever, you'll always get both podcasts. You don't have to sign up for another podcast or whatever. They're all going to release under the post-to-post uh, podcast account. Mm-hmm. So uh, That's great. A lot more simplistic and mm-hmm. seamless. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. So uh, Oh, okay. I have no idea what I was going to say. All right. Anyway, you want to talk some hockey? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, Let's go. Do Let's do it. Let's do it. So there's no door game today. Mm-hmm. Toronto versus Washington, I believe. It is Toronto versus Washington. They're calling it the stadium series. The stadium series. And this is a very interesting game because this is on a day that we were supposed to be in Boston watching the Montreal Canadiens play the Boston Bruins. Uh, I don't think we officially announced on the channel that we we weren't going, but obviously we're not going.
1: Plans changed about three weeks or four weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, Jason wasn't going to be able to make it and it made, um, our end of the things a little more complicated. And we just decided not to go. Just too many things kind of were mm. working against us. So we decided it was a, a bit ba- bad timing, I guess.
1: But we want to thank our potential hosts and we'll have a next time with the uh, guys in mass and maybe Southern Maine. And...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to get down there and, and uh, see Joey, see Ted, talk mm-hmm. some hockey, hang out with the boys and uh, get some eats, have fun. We'll definitely go back down or not back down. We'll definitely go down. Oh, no question. And, uh, it's gotta be done. Visit them, maybe, maybe even for the summer. And just, just hang out, see, just travel around, they can show us around and maybe not go to a game, just hang out with them.
1: Well, and when you look at what the weather has done to Boston in the last couple of days, I don't know if you've been paying much attention. No. There is a massive storm that just rolled through. In fact, there's high winds and still wind warnings and high tide storm surge warnings for today and Sunday as well. We're taping this on a Saturday. It would have been a nightmare to be down there this weekend. It's a very fortunate thing for us, not, and not for them, but for us that we did not go, because it would have been probably a nightmare trip. Interesting uh, for the weather. Yeah. I, I heard there was high winds in Vermont, I think. Uh, everywhere, all over New England. and this storm that went by just missed us by that much. Mm. And we had, for most of the day yesterday, sunny skies, uh, mm-hmm. slight easterly breeze, but not really windy for us. Not a cloud in the sky. It was above freezing. There's mm-hmm. no snow. It's just beautiful. It's like a, an April day here. And they got whacked. Situate, Mass, for I think the third time in the last year, has been inundated with floodwaters. They were rescuing people and dogs in boats. Really? Oh, it's it's just like a hurricane had come through. And it's not a hurricane, but it, it's doing the same kind of damage. It's terrible. Wind, uh, wind gust almost uh, 60, 70 miles an hour down there. Jeez. It seems like every time that I... Want to travel?
0: I run into weather issues because we went to go. I went to go to Ottawa, mm-hmm. me and Jason, early this year, and it was a crazy ice storm. We decided not to go. Uh, this time, obviously, weather. We not going for other reasons, but it turns out there's bad weather anyway. Mm-hmm. I was in, in New York City when Hurricane Sandy hit. Uh, I'm not traveling with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad luck. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Although every cruise that I've been on has been lovely. Oh, all the four cruises have. Been great.
1: Maybe we should have a post-to-post cruise meetup. Heck yeah. How'd that
0: go, right? Now
1: you're talking my language. <laughs> anyway, I hope the people down in uh, southern New England are uh, weathering this fairly sure. really well. Uh, Quincy, uh, I've got a good friend in Quincy. I don't think he's too close to the water, to the shore, thankfully. He's he's in Barn, um, not Barnstable. Is he a Bruins fan? Oh, probably. Yeah. Like he worked with or for WBZ radio for a while. He's an advertising guy and. He would have had to talk a little Braintree bit sports. Where, yeah. He lives in Braintree, which is kind of Quincy Braintree. It's kind of the same thing and uh, not, not exactly, but close. And yeah, we, we didn't really talk sports. He's a pilot. So we usually uh, talk airplanes. We didn't get hockey. Uh, back to
0: sports. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, Toronto and
1: Washington playing an outdoor game today. Interesting uh, milestone that will be reached today in that game. Okay. Uh, Thomas Placanix and Jakub Jerebeck, yeah if they play will this will be the first time in history that players have played for two different teams in an outdoor game in the same season hmm. very interesting very interesting it's not happened before because usually what's the chances that oh yeah like one team will only ever play one game in an outdoor situation right probably well i'm
0: not i'm not surprised because yeah. It's 10 years ago, there wasn't outdoor <laughs> games and now there's 74 outdoor games.
1: So it's, <laughs> yeah, the record has to be set here now. Yeah. Yeah. So Placanix playing for the Leafs and Yerubek who's uh, mm-hmm. went to Washington. If you know they, Either one of them or both will be setting that milestone when they take to the ice tonight. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. So the Boston-Montreal game is uh,
0: a little earlier than normal because of the outdoor game in, in between the Washington Capitals and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I will be watching both games Mm -hmm. um, if they start using that Flywire camera on a string whatever you want to call it I don't care if they start using it excessively I'm going to shut the game off because I can't take it I can't see anything so uh, even though no one's listening this will release after the game is already (laughs) over please CBC TSN Sportsnet whoever's doing it just give up that camera just show the game
1: just show the game please yeah don't don't show us your toys Mm. keep your pants on please (laughs) good grief uh, okay. Can I hit you with some streaks? Hey, uh, go for it. I've got a few written down here. Oh. So I, I'll be cheating if you ask me any. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, these are in no particular order. Um, uh, going to gonna
0: do wins first. Florida is on a five game winning streak. Unbelievable. And I, 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 I'm not, I'm not right often, but sometimes I am. And three weeks ago I warned everyone that you need to look out for, for Florida because they've got a ton of games in hand and they're playing good hockey and look where they are. They're just outside
1: the playoffs. Just outside. They have 62 points and right now the threshold is 65. Yeah. So they're only three points back of a seed. Now you do the rest of the math though and things do get complicated. Florida has 18 games left to play and for them to hit 96 points, which is probably the threshold they'll need to be at to get in the playoffs. They have to win 14 of those 18 games. So that's still a tall order. It's still tall, but they're playing good. They're playing good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they have
0: they have 20 games left. I was going to say- 14 I, out of 20. I was going to say, I didn't think they had 18 because yeah. they've got
1: tons of games in hand on Carolina. That's right. So they have to win 14, and that's doable. Absolutely. That is doable. The Absolutely. way they're playing now, doable. Absolutely. Um,
0: Nashville, seven games. Incredible. Nashville is serious business right now. Mm-hmm. LA three games. I think LA's got to be one of the most streaky teams in the league. And them and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. LA is the Philadelphia of the we- of the <laughs> East. It's uh, or the West. Uh, it's crazy. They win seven games and they lose six, and it's just nuts. Colorado with a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Jump over two losses. These are also in no particular order. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights. 3 game ooh, losing streak. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, Yeah, wow. Pittsburgh, 3 game losing streak. Mm-hmm. Calgary, 3 game losing streak. Mm-hmm. Vancouver, 3 game losing streak. Mm-hmm. And the New York Islanders with a 5 game losing streak. And the last 2 of those games to the Montreal Canadiens. If you're losing to Mon- to the Montreal Canadiens, you have issues. But I have a theory. I have a theory that Montreal overplayed both of those games because they were playing John Tavares. <laughs> and they wanted to showcase why John Tavares should join the Canadians next year.
1: I love the theory. I hope it's right. And I hope it works. Uh, me too, yeah. <laughs>
0: It was a, a casting call for, for John Tavares.
1: In both of those games, not to focus only on one team, but you know... Uh, Mike Riley, the new defenseman for Montreal in the first of those two games, which Montreal won, he got the most ice time of anybody. Did he really? The most ice time. Yes. And in the second game, he was, I think fourth in ice time, but still had 21 plus minutes.
0: And he was like a plus three or four.
1: I think he was a plus game. four in yeah. last night's game. I'm very impressed. He's, he needs some work, mm. he needs some coaching, but he's, he's great. I, I thought the first two games, I'm really impressed with him. Mm almost in a Delorier sense. He's not, he's not a banger like Delorier, but very smart hockey guy. And, uh, he, he was only, when he was in Minnesota, I looked back at all of his ice time going for the entire season and he was averaging nine, 10, 12 minutes a game. So this is a big change for him. He's getting mm. a lot more shifts and he's responding well. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, do you know who he's paired with?
0: Cause I, 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 I was don't attention really to the game. I don't. I don't know if there was solid pairings at all, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Well, it's Montreal, so they're juggling the lines every yeah. seven seconds. So. Yeah, just blinking. Um, David land. Poyle was in the news this week. Oh. You don't know? You, you did not hear? Well, I don't know. I keep going. I might have. <laughs> he is now the most winning GM oh. in NHL history. I did not know that. Yes. In history? In history. That's crazy. He's one of the most quiet... GMs in the league, but he's made some huge splashes over the past couple years. We have to think Mm -hmm. about the tourists. We have to think about the Subban. Subban for Weber. There's so many things that he's done correctly. Mm -hmm. And obviously the proof is in the record.
1: Fantastic.
0: Most winningness GM. Now, do you know who his father is?
1: uh not mis- man, not mr poyle
0: <laughs> yeah not many people know this mr poyle senior who's his father they grew up in philadelphia mm-hmm. his father was the very first gm of the philadelphia flyers you are not serious i am dead deadly serious you're kidding i had no idea i, really I did didn't either until this morning i started to do some Ooh, research on smokes. the man yeah pretty cool so he has fond memories of growing up and his father mm-hmm. uh, running the team and stuff. And he had a lot of exposure and stuff. Very, He respected his dad quite a bit and uh, grew into the man that, that he is today. And, and now holds the record for the most <laughs> winning this GM And in the NHL. Just think awesome. if you
1: respect your dad, what kind of a man you'll eventually become yourself. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll be a goat. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's I, I never would have thought that. Mm. Never would have thought it. And because you're telling me, I believe it, you know your stuff. But if someone on the street said, hey, do you know David Poyles the winning, game? I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Okay. Well, thanks for trusting me. I do. And here's some
0: interesting information. And this is, Financial team information. So I want to read you the the bottom four uh, teams in the National Hockey League based on their financial value. So in two thousand, and this is from two thousand sixteen. Is this the Forbes magazine list, maybe? Yeah. Or? Okay. So Forbes two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. Columbus, two hundred and twenty six million. Now this is comparable. We're comparing these bottom four teams against the top team, which is the Rangers. The Rangers at one point five billion, and then it's Toronto at one point three billion, then Montreal one point two, and then Chicago one billion, and then Boston eight hundred ninety million. So Columbus two hundred and twenty six million. Really, Carolina two hundred and twenty five million, Arizona. 220 million. And Florida in last place. Would you like to guess the value? 200 flat. 186 million. Oh my goodness. Teams are paying $650 million to enter the NHL now. And there are teams in the league worth 186 million. That's significantly less. Wow. However, that's 2016. Would mm. you like to hear 2017 numbers, 2017, 2018 numbers? Well, I think I would. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, fourth on the bottom of the list uh, this year is Buffalo. Oh. 350 million. Columbus is third worst, 315 million. So Columbus went from 226 million in 2016 to 315 million. In 2017, Florida, 305 million, so an increase there mm-hmm. from 186 million to 305 million, and the last place team is Arizona with 300 million. Mm. So you're you're asking yourself, how could there be that much of a jump from 2016 to 2017 in franchise value? Be- Revenue sharing, exactly. Oh. Re- because obviously inflation has a little bit to do with it, but somewhat. Th- yeah, there's no way there's any amount of inflation that's going so there's that <laughs> much revenue of to go to those teams. Well, you have to remember what happened this year. Well, Vegas bid exactly. It. Yeah, the Vegas bid, that's six hundred and fifty million dollars or five hundred million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. That split most of that is split between the teams. And NBC's deal is that a new thing, or they get some of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. That that's the explanation for or the majority of the explanation mm-hmm. for the increase
1: and revenue sharing. If you look at it. Uh, at a slightly different angle, it's really welfare for the teams that can't make it. It really is. It's, it's income redistribution and the big teams are paying a a price for that. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like this parody thing. And I I don't like the cap and I don't like all these things that try to drag the good teams down. I love it. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want dynasties and like sports
0: would be boring. Then hockey would be boring. If I had to watch the Chicago Blackhawks win, 8 Stanley Cups in 10 years I'd probably stop watching hockey seriously it wouldn't be fun to see the same team team win over and over and over again well, even if it was the Montreal Canadiens winning 8 years out of 10 I'd be like I'm done not interested I'd be like give me more No, I, more. I love the underdog story that's why I'm rooting for Florida to make the playoffs Florida makes the playoffs I'm all in all in no, I'm not all in but I, what about a Florida Vegas final <laughs> oh. how crazy would that be I don't think Vegas is making it by the first round. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're going to end up playing a California team, maybe specifically Anaheim, and Anaheim's going to
1: do some do Ooh, some damage. Yeah, That's bold. It's, it is bold. Everybody, all the listeners and all the viewers out there, check the timestamp and come back. In <laughs> well, about two months' time, come on back.
0: I got a compliment the other day
1: from someone saying, I want to
0: applaud you for being one of the first people to believe in Vegas that they're actually legit mm-hmm. and they're whatever because I made a video seven games into their season and I said that I apologized for saying that they weren't legit in the offseason when they did the draft and said that I really like the structure of this team and I think they're going to do really good this year. Mm-hmm. That was seven games into the season. So someone gave me a compliment for that. So thank you. <laughs> Excellent. People are keeping track of you. That's right. That's good. Um, just some post to post news real quick. We passed 500 million views this week. Unreal. 500 million views. Uh, we are doing five, the you say 500 f- vi- 500th video. Okay. So 500 million views, 500th episode. Not 500 million views, 5 million. Sorry, views. 5 million. Did I say 500? You did, did yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Someday. <laughs> five, sorry, 5 million views. Video or episode number five hundred. There's four. There's five hundred and forty-eight videos on the channel, but there, that includes podcasts. That includes blooper stuff. Uh, five hundredth episode. Hmm. You want to hear some podcast statistics? Yes, I'd love to. The podcast has also hit a milestone. Uh huh. It has surpassed one hundred thousand views and downloads. So, holy smokes! Yeah, some good news there for the old the old podcast.
1: Wow! So, a hundred thousand views and downloads. Downloads being the audio, views yep. being in the YouTube side. And we've, this is podcast number 30. 38. 38. So that's like, that's three or four or two, between 2,500 and 3,500 per podcast on average. Yeah. You hear that noise in the background? Yeah. If you guys hear that noise in the background, it is a, a sump pump. <laughs> we have a, a, a thing in Canada called spring. <laughs> and it usually doesn't come this early in March, but we have, even though it's a chilly day and a breezy day outside, as we get the edge of that storm, thankfully we're not getting it, that's down over the Atlantic. There's enough, the sun's high enough in the sky to melt some of the surrounding frozen ground that's around the house. I wouldn't say it's snow, there's not much snow around. And there's enough of that going into our little, our little uh, catch basin in the basement here that the pump comes on once in a while. And it's. A little annoying and quite shocking to have the sump pump coming on when it pours rain in the winter time, as it often does. Mm. Uh, the sump pump works pretty hard, but uh, it's not often we hear it now. But we're hearing it now, and it happens to be located right in the broadcast center. Exactly. Uh, I just want to do a little bit of math here mm-hmm. on that. So, two thousand six hundred thirty-one downloads on average per 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 thing. That that's fantastic. It really is. Mm. I have a podcast of my own that's been kind of dormant and I think I have 21 downloads. 21 downloads. Yeah, and that's co- at, covering all six episodes that I did. Look at you go. Isn't that cute? <laughs> <laughs> so by myself on a podcast, I, apparently I'm not that fascinating. but Well, people are going to ask questions. What's your podcast? So You might as well just say it so I don't have to answer it in the comments. Yeah, it's called the DX Podcast. D for uh, DX Oh God! This is going badly already. No wonder, D no for, wonder nobody listens to it. D for what? D is in Delta. X is an X-ray. Is what I was trying to say. <laughs> the DX podcast. Yeah. Okay. And right. it's about my radio hobby, mainly my, specifically my radio listening hobby. There's, okay. I have two, two aspects of my hobby. The ham radio thing. Which maybe we'll talk about that in the next uh, in the yak having a yak podcast. But I do talking. I speak and I send Morse code and I send data and I receive it all, so it's two-way interactive radio. But my just as big, maybe even slightly bigger passion is listening only, and the podcast is devoted to listening from long distances. So
0: <laughs> listening from long distances, yeah, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I've uh, I've uh, exhausted all of my hockey notes.
1: I have more, so please fill. This, the rest of this podcast. <laughs> well, as we get towards the end of the season, uh, and I did, uh, bonker the Florida Panthers math, but I think the rest of the math is pretty good. If we get, as we get near the end of the season, it's starting to become clearer, which teams do still have a chance to make the playoffs and which teams do not. Last year in the East, the threshold was 95 points. Toronto and Boston both snuck into the playoffs with 95 points. Uh, made them basically plus 13 in my crazy numbering system because after playing 82 games with 95 points, they have plus 13. So that was the threshold. In the West, Calgary and Nashville snuck in with 94 points and they were plus 12, obviously. So when you look at that history from last year and try to transport it to this year, you have to presume that roughly the same level of point getting would get you into the playoffs in the standings. So I set the threshold at 96 points because 96 is probably a fairly good bet. You'll be in the playoffs. And then I went and looked at the teams that are knocking on the door to see what kind of performance they're going to have to have to make the playoffs. And we already talked about Florida. They're going to have to win 14 of the next, of the the remaining 20 games, but it gets pretty grim for uh, some of the other teams. The New York Rangers, for instance, they have, um, they have a, a, a grim prospect ahead. If they won all 17 of their remaining games, if they went 17 for 17, they'd have 99 points. Hmm. So if they won 16, they would probably still be in. And if they won 15, they might not get in the playoffs. So 15 out of 17 games, if they went on a massive streak, they're probably still not getting in. I think they gave up a long ago anyway. The Detroit Red Wings in the same spot. They'd have to win 17 of the remaining 18 games to get 96 points. Montreal would have to win all 18 of their remaining games. So, and it's funny when, uh, you, you and I were watching the game last night, Montreal was late in the third and they were obviously going to win. And you had said something to the effect that, you know, even if Montreal goes on a 10 game winning streak, you know, they're not in and you're right. They're Mm -hmm. not, they'd have to be on a, an 18 game winning streak. (laughs) But as I said to you, every 10, game winning streak starts with two. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they've won two. So. Um, if basically Montreal went on a 20 game winning streak, they'd end up with 96 points and may still not get in really. Cause 96 is not a guarantee you're going to get in. That's why I don't want them to win anymore. <laughs> like they need to lose. Yeah. Now in the West, uh, things are a lot tighter. It's a lot harder to tell who's going to get in. It's tight. And who's not going to get in. Calgary only has 16 games left. They've played 66 already. That's uh, one of the highest, uh, Calgary and the Toronto Maple Leafs both have the fewest remaining games. Uh, between now and the end of the regular season and Calgary's out their third back from even getting into the wild card, where they're sitting right now. Uh, so it's, uh, it's going to be tight for Calgary. Uh, that's the team I think that, and after the three game losing streak that you've identified, uh, it's, it's looking like a daunting task for them to get to even 95 points. You know, they're going to have to win almost everything from it's, now on. St. Louis is struggling as well. They are. They've dropped significantly. Yeah.
0: Like when I did the video, about a month and a half ago, the playoffs started today. Uh, Saint Louis was, I believe, sixth in the league,
1: and now they're not even in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's they're, a team that's dropped. If they have 17 games left, if they won them all, they'd end up with only 99 points. So they, they're. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like even the best team in the league can't bang off 15 or 16 out of 17. Hmm. Uh, and they probably have some, uh, pretty steep challenges there, Definitely. but the teams are going to play, I don't know who they're playing in the, in these last 17 games, but they're not all going to be dogs. Hmm. So it, it's going to be tough. And Minnesota is on an absolute tear. Mm-hmm. They've
0: moved up to into third in the central. Uh, Dallas has dropped to the first wild card spot, I believe. They have, yes. Uh, Anaheim holds the second wildcard spot. That is correct.
1: And Anaheim and Colorado are actually in my weirdo point system are actually tied. Anaheim has one more point, but Colorado has a game in hand. So yeah, I don't think you should use your point system anymore. No, no, it's really good.
0: It's good, but it's good when you when people understand it. But when you, I don't want you to have to understand it every single podcast. All so. right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> what else you got?
1: Um, Did you get the news of the court decision in the Don Henderson-Dennis Wideman case? It was
0: thrown out or something, right?
1: Not quite. It was diverted to arbitration by the NHL, uh, which I thought was a little strange, but uh, there's quite a history to this. Now, for those who weren't around or weren't paying attention, uh, a little over two years ago in Calgary at a game between the Flames and the Predators, uh, Dennis Wideman had been hit by uh, Mika Salamacki. And they say now maybe he was concussed himself when that happened, but he got up from the boards and he skated along in front of the opposing bench on his way back to the Calgary bench. And there was a linesman doing his job, Don Henderson standing in his way. And he basically ran right into him from behind, almost a cross check type motion. And the linesman had no idea that was coming and he went down hard. He ended up uh, finishing the game. Uh, but he was obviously very shaken up. Later on, he had surgery. I saw a report that he had two vertebrae removed from his neck. Really? Yeah. He had all kinds of health problems. He's now being told, I think, that he can never skate again. He'll certainly never work again. And he's never worked since. Really? It's that bad, eh? It's that bad. And he sued Dennis Weidman for $10.25 million. Mm-hmm. And going back to when it happened, the NHL looked dimly upon the, the incident, the moment it happened. And they suspended him for 20 games. He grieved that and, uh, went to, uh, an, a neutral arbitrator who reduced the suspension to 10 games. The NHL challenged that in court in a New York right. district court. And the court upheld the arbitrator's decision for 10 games. So by then he'd already not played 19 games. So they actually owed him back pay. Jeez. So they had to pay him his back pay, but he's not played since that season. No, mm. one, no one picked up Weidman after that, I don't believe. So his career is basically over too, and he's only, what, 34 years old or something. So um, it hasn't gone well. Anyhow, the lawsuit was filed and it landed in an Alberta court. Um, Judge Willie DeWitt of the Alberta Queens Bench Court moved the case to an NHL arbitrator to decide how to handle this uh, $10.25 million lawsuit. So it'll go to some sort of negotiation and, and probably a deal will be struck. But uh, Interesting. Very interesting and very sad. Now I did see, and I forget where I saw it, uh, there was some commentary. It might have been a Tim and Sid episode from way back that Don Henderson, when this happened, was not a favorite guy in the NHL and and his career was in jeopardy. Because of, I don't know if it was performance or age or what was going on, but, but, but he was in some jeopardy uh, in his job as a linesman okay. in the league. And I think uh, the argument from Dennis Weidman's people is, is that his career, you know, suing for 10.25 million presumes that you had a long career left and you didn't, uh-huh. that kind of thing. So if some of this is lost future earnings, that may end up being part of the discussion. Hmm. as to where he was at. But clearly he can't work anymore in his chosen occupation, which was a linesman.
0: So when he sues Dennis Weidman, and if Dennis Weidman doesn't have that money, how would he ever
1: pay him? Well, what often happens is any assets that uh, you have, let's say you're the person who's been sued and you've been found liable or responsible. Uh, The person who sued you and who won has an opportunity to basically put a lien or a a claim on all of your assets. So for instance, if you owned a house, they might not necessarily be able to take your house from you, but you can't sell your house to anybody else. If you decide to sell it, they get it. Hmm. So they can essentially freeze you up financially for the rest of your life. So it basically ruins his life. Yep, Yeah. basically. Interesting. Did you do you remember seeing the hit or watching Oh yes, it? I've seen it hundreds of times. Yeah. I had seen it at the time and and I had forgotten because there's quite a blur of the, these things happening. So I went back and I watched it again uh, earlier today actually. And uh man, no matter what way you cut it, the only defense that Weidman has is that he himself was you that, know had a, had an injury and that's what caused it the only defense because it looked intentional to me. Certainly did. And when the arbitrator initially reduced the suspension from 20 games to 10 games, it was because he concluded there was no intent to injure. How so was that not intentional? He, he must have bought the concussion story that Weidman was concussed himself and he wasn't in his own mind. And, and this was a reaction to his own injury that had just happened when Salamaki hit him. I guess. Interesting. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know about that. If
0: that's the case then that could be that could be the argument made by other people who've done similar ridiculous things like the Marty McSorley slash to Donald Boucher's head, uh the Todd Bertuzzi punched to the back of the head of Moore, I mm-hmm. believe it was. Uh, it's all kinds of oh, stuff yeah. that scary stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. What else you got?
1: Not much. <laughs> What are we looking at for time?
0: Uh, Thirty-seven
1: minutes. Wow, that's we're we're, we're going cheapo mode tonight. We're very cheapo mode, but I'm okay with that. Are you I guess there's a lot going on in hockey today, and we're because we're doing this on a Saturday before some of the events have happened. Mm. There's a little bit less to talk about, but uh, I thought I I, th- I thought that uh, this was a pretty interesting week in hockey. We we had some videos that we did on the yeah. last day, and they haven't all released yet. Or maybe they have by now, but we talked about the Toronto Maple Leaf season ticket situation. Yeah, that has, hasn't has released as of when we're filming this. Okay, yet. and it, yeah, so it'll be out sometime over the weekend, I suspect. We talked about Seattle mm-hmm. and their amazing season ticket uh, deposit drive.
0: There's lots of people who made sure that they let you know that uh, Winnipeg sold out in seconds, not minutes. Yeah, I saw that. So. <laughs> but it's Canada, so. Yeah. That's what you get. Uh, oh one thing I wanted to mention not Mm -hmm. to sidetrack your conversation because it's probably something that we could talk about again remember when we were talking about I asked you if you say Nike or Nike Right. I was asking because I know people who say Nike I say Nike like you do Mm -hmm. but like tons of people in the comments accused me of saying Nike (laughs) I I was just asking you if how you say because I know people who say Nike so for the record I do not say Nike I say Nike
1: Just throwing that out there. I got to be honest. When you challenged me on that, it sounded like a challenge, and it sounded like you didn't agree. I no, I was just genuinely curious. You need to make that more clear next time. I know. I will. I promise. (laughs) Uh, One thing: Are we still doing the fish, the goldfish thing? Um, If we're not on TV, let's do it. Want to do it? I do. Right now? Right now.
0: All right, let's do it. All right, so you just heard the intro music. You didn't see it this time because we're on—we're uh, uh, not filming, um, but we have the question up here, and I forgot that this was in here because I read <laughs> all of these things earlier from somebody named Denny. So Denny asks, "Is Neil married?" No, <laughs> I'm nope. not married. Neil is not. Married. I don't know why people are so interested in my
1: relationship life. Well, it's, you're an eligible bachelor and, uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I guess they weren't sure, but now they know you're an eligible bachelor. Um, do you want to talk in any more detail about that? What's the, what detail is there to talk about? Well, if you're not married, there's, there's a, why not? Like, why
0: not? Cause there's no one, there's nothing. There, there's, there's nothing. There's no draft picks in, in PEI. There's no, there's no
1: leads. But you're, you're a very sociable person. You seem to have a decent personality. You <laughs> nice. shower once a week whether you need it or not. Once a week? <laughs> Good Lord, I shower every day. Who showers once a week? I'm just, it was a joke. <laughs> um, and, you know, I know that, that you have had uh, some, you know, lady friends over the years. have been lovely <laughs> people. So, like, what is it? Uh, there's, there's, just, uh, there's just nothing out there. Well, if you're waiting for perfection, we've had this conversation off the air. If you're waiting for perfection, there's deal breakers, man. <laughs> <There's> deal breakers. <laughs> but that's man. You, there can't be deal breakers.
0: I'm not says. waiting for perfection. I'm just waiting for just waiting for the right person, yo. <laughs> and that's that's great. There's no rush. And I'm, I'm not gonna but... not gonna settle. Not gonna settle. Not looking for perfection. I just I have my type, and and uh, that's that. Yeah. All right. I don't think there's, like, I don't know how to explain it any <laughs> any better. I can't even believe we're talking about this. But, well, uh, you, you, there's, you I, put it in the fishbowl. So, like, there's nothing on PEI. There's there's 130,000 people in PEI, 140,000. There's 33,000 people who live in this area, Charlottetown. Mm-hmm. Of those 33,000, about half of them are old. Because this is PEI. Wait, so we're down to eighteen thousand,
1: and you're just you're looking uh, at the half of that eighteen thousand, the female. Yes, yes. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, so I'm getting to half of that eighteen thousand is female. So that's nine thousand. Of those nine thousand, about two, no, three thousand are probably in my age range, and about. 2,500 of them are already in relationships. So that brings my pool down to about 500 people. Oh. <laughs> so the, uh, the availability of, of draft picks is not.
1: And, and then when you get to that 500 and you start to apply your crazy deal breakers.
0: <laughs> they're just, they're normal deal
1: breakers. But no, they're not. I don't, and we won't get into them because it's not, you know, it's embarrassing, but it's embarrassing. uh, Well, it is embarrassing to have deal breakers. Like everybody has deal
0: breakers. I cracked my knuckles. If someone wouldn't date me because I cracked my knuckles, I'd be like, I totally get it. That's a, if that's a deal breaker for you, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. I would not hold it against you. Right. So I, (laughs) I, I, yeah, I just, anyways, it's not going to happen to BEI. That's so I'm,
1: I think you're throwing in the towel too soon. Uh, there are some lovely,
0: I'm sure there lovely are lovely
1: young ladies in PEI. I am sure. I'm sure there are, but uh, there must be some Paul Byron fans here, something. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to go elsewhere to find uh, my future wife. Well, okay. There's, like I said, there's no rush, but <laughs> you want grandkids, don't you? Well, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> when my, uh, I think I told you this before. When my grandfather was my age, I was 15. Mm-hmm. So just saying just saying
0: well i think we'll probably leave it there because <laughs> this conversation is <laughs> thanks denny yes thanks denny i that's really appreciate great, denny. that the only reason i included that is because i didn't have any other questions submitted and i forgot to change this question once we got <laughs> new questions
1: <laughs> so <laughs> there it is well we're even though we're not on camera to do this uh, true to form we this is not rigged and that's the, that's the fish that went in the usb drive and yeah. uh, and that's the one we got. So good for you for facing the music on that one. Thank you. You're thank you. welcome.
0: So and thank you. Maybe in five years we can have a, a different conversation and look back on this one and laugh. Oh, I hope but so. <laughs> who knows? All right. Well, that's all I have for this podcast. A little shorter, forty around 43 minutes, 44 minutes. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, not watching because you can't watch. So thank you for listening. On YouTube, Thank you for listening on iTunes or Google Play. Um, like I said at the beginning, our next hockey podcast will not be next weekend. It will be the following weekend. The next two podcasts you hear will actually be having a yak podcast. And uh, that's all news, I think. And uh, follow me on Instagram. Like I said, I need more followers. Selfish plug.
1: Neil Taylor with
0: two R's at the end. That's right. And uh, I... N-E-I-L, not N-E-A-L. N-E-I-L. N-E-I-L. I -I I don't know how many times I have to say that. It's on the screen all the time. People still continue to spell it wrong in the comments. Help me.
1: Help my sanity. Not K-N-E-E-L? No, not
0: K-N-E-E-L.
1: I have a friend, Neil, from Toronto, and he pronounces his N, or he spells his N-I-E-L, because his name is short for Nathaniel, so. He's Nile.
0: (laughs) Nile? Not feeling it. Yeah. Thank you for not spelling my name like that. Don't worry. Um, did I ever tell you that I don't like my name? No. I love what it represents. I love the decision behind it, but I really do not like my name. You're kidding? No, I don't like it.
1: How come you never told us before? Uh, I think I have.
0: Oh. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't listening. Uh, I just yeah, I don't like it. it's an it's an old man name I think. No. It yeah, Neil's always the the weird uncle on in movies he's never the cool guy in movies no one's named Neil in movies that's cool so what would you prefer I like my second name Alexander yeah Alexander Alex for short okay don't start calling me that but <laughs> <laughs> anyways alright that's enough of this thanks for listening appreciate you uh, hope you guys have a good weekend thanks for your patience we'll see you in podcast number
1: 39 in two weeks adios